And welcome. Welcome to the No Name Yet podcast. That is the podcast with no name. And after a long time. that long. Back on the show is the podcaster of all podcasters. The man whose picture is in the dictionary under quick. No, Gritty. not that. I'm quick, but not that quick. <laughs> There's quicker than me. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not going to name names. Well, hi. Happy to be here. It's only been a month. It's been more than a month. No, it hasn't. I'll look. It's only been a month or so. I just looked like. It's got to be at least six an, weeks. Six. I just looked the other. I just looked like an hour ago. It's not. It hasn't been that long. Okay. Don't it's, worry about. Don't worry. Don't focus on the past. I'm here now. That's all you need to worry about. Well, isn't isn't it nice to be missed? It is very nice to be missed. I appreciate it. Okay, all right. And I'm happy to be back. I am happy you're back. And uh, yeah, because are... then you have an off day because I just talked the whole time, and pretty yeah. much anything you planned may all go out the window. Well, I didn't so, plan anything this time. <laughs> you smart move, smart move because you never know what can happen. I might just talk the whole time. I, Sit back I, and relax. I had plans. I had plans to to do a couple things this week, and then uh, when that didn't happen, I was gonna uh, do a little things before the show, and then um, we had a meeting. Uh, well, let me a- tell you something, my pastor. If you want to, he's always in meetings, 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 meetings. I mean, this man's always in and out of meetings. Well, he, you know, he's Jeff Bezos. I don't even think Jeff Bezos has as many meetings as you. Well, I wish I made. I wish I made a tenth. Of his money, um, you got to go to more happy meetings. for the rest of my life. You got to go to better meetings, then maybe. Yeah, better meetings. Yeah, and uh, uh, I I went to this meeting. It was uh, a recap of a conference that we had, and um, the only reason I really went was to see if uh, my church was going to get any money back. And, and did you? You know, they haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, there's still more. More meetings? Yeah, yeah. No, there's not more meetings. They just oh. have to, to close out the books. Oh, I was gonna say. But uh, you know, I, uh, I I said that to a colleague, and uh, he looked at me sideways. Uh, You're there for the money. Nothing wrong with that. The input, money makes the world uh, go. What around. we did well and what we didn't do that well. Um, you know, I I know that it's good to do those kind of things, but I I really was just interested in all about the money, <laughs> the root. The love of money is the root of all evil. You know, a lot of people misconstrue that. A lot of people say money is the root of all evil. I know. But I think in the Bible it says the love of money. It's the so love of money. Another it's thing I know about the Bible that you probably didn't know that I knew. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you. That's right. And, and I don't want to seem like I'm money hungry because those that might watch the, uh, the uh, service online knows that... Uh, most weeks I forget to lift the offering. And I'm, yeah, that's, I always go like this. <laughs> I'm always doing this from the bottom of the stage. Yeah. Money, I, money, get the money. I have to stop rocking in this chair. Is All it right. a rocking chair? No, it does rock. Well, let's not rock the screws out of it. Yeah. Because if so, you fall back in that chair, let me tell you A, I'm going to laugh and fall out of my chair. B, we're keeping it in. So I would stop if I were you. And you're playing on Goody Knows Best. Oh yeah, over and over again in a loop. We're gonna over and over. We're gonna start with it, 
<laughs> they're playing on the best of. Yeah. It'll be great. So um, you had a uh, six-hour special on Greg Nose yes. Fest. Yes, I did. And uh, you had a contest. Oh, here we go. I was where, waiting for this. Where you got uh, screwed. You invited, invited uh, people to imitate you. And uh, and I, I sent in a, in a submission. And uh, you told me after the, you know, the fact that it was really close, but Justin won. And then when I, when I listened to the podcast, I won. Everybody voted for me, but you vetoed it. And you Nobody gave it to vetoed Justin. It. I didn't veto it. I was the one that had the decision. Nobody else had it. I was the only judge. It, I wish that I would have had other people there that it wasn't associated with the show to judge, but I uh-huh. just couldn't get that done in time. A lot of people that are associated with me that like don't go on the show. They're regular people. And either the A, they don't want to be on the show or B, they don't want to like stay up that late. So I couldn't get any of the judges basically. So it was only me and you only lost by half a point. <laughs> it's because you started weird. You started slow. We didn't know where, what was going on. Half a point. That's all. So, I mean, you could, at least you can, you know, know that. And if we do it again next year, you're probably going to win. Okay. And you could definitely like go to sleep knowing you destroyed Mo and Dre. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was like you and Justin, Mo and Dre. Yeah. Cemetery Girl was around in the middle. In she the does middle. she does pretty yeah. good. The thing I, I I didn't say this on the show. The thing that disappointed me the most, and you were the only one, and I probably should have gave you half a point for this. I didn't even think about it till after the show. Everybody imitated me on the show. And I'm like, you all know me very, very well. Why are you all playing the same thing? Why are you all doing it the same way and doing my intro? Like, you guys see me every freaking day and imitate me doing other things. And you know, like, all my other eccentricities and my quirks and proclivities. And it's like, why are you all playing it that way? It was odd to me. So I was a little disappointed that everybody took the same route. Okay. Next year, everyone is banned from doing the intro. That's it. If we do it next year, <laughs> you're banned. Well, I mean, it was to be played on the show. I mean, I, you know. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, it would have been nice for the audience to maybe get more insight on me and my, you know, the things I do off the show. Okay. And they know me well enough to do. I mean, they do it off the air so i was like oh this is this is this is the perfect crew to do it like mm-hmm. you all hang around me enough for me to annoy the shit out of you forever like you know what i mean like yeah the people that have known you since junior high yeah and i'm like you're gonna do i mean dre granted dre didn't do that i'll give him that yeah dre didn't do that but next year's better so are uh, you went on vacation I did go on vacation. It was supposed to be like a four or five day vacation. Uh-huh. It turned into like 13 days, uh-huh. partly because I couldn't get a bus. The other half was because I was having a very, very good time. I went to Dre and Stephanie's house. I went to Jersey and we had a great time for, I think it was like the, the right amount of time was like three, four days. And then I couldn't get a hold of the bus company. So then we were like, all right, I'm just going to stay another couple of days. And then we were just having fun. And I stayed. Okay. Another stop couple there. Days. Yeah. 
hey, pastor, I'm not going to be in church. I tomorrow. told you already. <laughs> I told you that. What do you mean? I called you the day before. The day before. Because usually you can and get then, a bus the day before. And then fast forward to the next week. I called you. Pastor, I'm not going to be at church tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so what are you saying? I, I didn't call you? No, I'm just trying to give you a hard time. Oh, I was about to say, I know I called you, buddy. I know uh, the second time I was actually upset because I had to go home and do stuff. I had to do the church thing. I had I didn't upload videos to the channel before I left. I totally forgot to upload stuff to the channel. So I had to do yeah. that. I had to do some other things back at the house. And I was like, damn, I like I'm all, I'm very happy that I get to stay at Dre and Stephanie's house because I love them so much. And we had a, a, an amazing time. But I did after a while have to actually go back to reality and do some things at the house. But all in all, besides me prolonging it, maybe like a few more days than I should have, I probably could have done 10, maybe not 13. It was a great trip. I haven't been me and Dre went to the city a few times. I haven't been to New York in like a year, probably. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when did I move? Yeah. About July. a year. It'll be a yeah, year moved, in July. I moved in June, I think. I think I moved June like like sixth or seventh. I think I got here around the sixth or seventh. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I was just because I just resigned my lease. And I was surprised because I was like, I thought I got here in July too. But so I haven't been down in a year. I haven't seen Dre in a year. He helped me move. So it's been almost exactly a year. And we went to the city a few times. Stephanie and Dre have an immaculate building. It's like living in a hotel. You know, as opposed to where I live, which love my place, but it's way, way different. They have a um, a downstairs lobby with uh, a 24 hour security. The doors lock if, uh, you know, after a certain time you can't get in. They got a pool table, fireplace, office room, um, gym that I took advantage of all the time. I was always in the gym walking on the treadmill and stuff, especially because Dre and Stephanie were feeding me so much. I was getting fat staying there. So I had to get on the treadmill every what day. What time do they you do? What time do they eat dinner? Uh, they try. They aimed for like six through six to ten. Because a couple of times you called, they were like cooking at nine thirty. Yeah, so it was around six to ten. Probably they aimed for. Okay. I don't think they went past that. All right. Yeah, but um, so we took. I took advantage of the buildings, amenities, and everything. So I did. I tell you the pool story that we went to the pool table. And we met and that guy, that creepy guy. You did tell me, but go ahead. I'll tell you on the show. So I did some actually like, I don't know, ma masculine, manly things this on this trip, as opposed to my normal life, which is not very masculine at all. We watched some games. Me and Dre uh -huh. watched a basketball game and some hockey games, which I do like hockey. And I just forgot. I got to check the Rangers score right now. But so we watched some, some uh, sports, you know, go me. Very manly. Uh, no beers, though. Me and Dre don't drink. Then we shot some pool. That was like the first day I went down there. I saw the pool table. And I said, you know what? I don't even know how to shoot pool. I used to have a pool table, an after-school program, and I could never get like a hang of how to, you know, use the stick properly and, and hit the ball and everything. So I called my friend Clay. Shout out to Clay. He came down that day. He just came out of work. So why don't you come down, hang out with us? Because I didn't get to go to Staten Island. That's where he lives. And he helped us shoot pool. Me and Dre didn't. Me and Dre didn't know how to shoot pool. So I was very surprised at my pool skills. It was two against one, me against Dre and Clay, and I almost got all the balls in. Like I did a great job. A lot of scratches. I was shooting table. I didn't mean to curse. I forget. I, I'm trying not to curse on your show. Shooting things, shooting balls off the table, and we had a great time. Fast forward, 
We go to Dre's uh, barbecue for his family. We come back. It's like 10 o'clock. He's like, you want to shoot another game of pool? And I'm like, yeah. So we go downstairs and we start playing. We start getting ready to play. Dre goes, I don't know why they would set it up like this, but they set it up like this. The office place, like the place where you can do work, it's called the work at home place, is like not that far away from the pool table and where you can like hang out. So I, I don't know, like the noise is probably going to bleed over there, whatever. Uh-huh. So Dre is conscious of that. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. They hear at 10 o'clock working. That's on you. But Dre was a lot nicer than me. So he went over to the, the table where the, this gentleman was working and he said, hey, me and my friend are going to go shoot some pool. Do you mind? The guy was like, no. So I, I hear this. Then I see Dre come back and he has a tail. This man is following him. And I'm like, okay, like maybe he's just walking back with him and he's going to go separate ways. He's not even like focused on us. And he hits us with the, uh, what's up fellas? You know, haven't played pool in a while. And I'm like, Oh, I know exactly where this is going. He's going to try and jump in the game. So I'm like, maybe he's just going to break the triangle and go, you know, he's going to be cool and just introduce himself. And that's it. He broke the triangle and he kept my freaking stick. And I'm like, great. So now I get a new stick and we're playing. He's pretty good. He shoots one in, shoots another one. He's telling, oh, yeah, I had a pool table at school program. I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. He's making sense. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Shoots another ball. And then he goes, you know, something to the effect of, you know, it's crazy when you lose your memory after you get buried. I got buried. And then me and Dre look at each other like, huh? What do you mean you got buried? Like, like you a magician? Like, what do you, what, you, you, you get in trouble with the with mob or something? Why were you buried? I didn't say all this. There's a fly in your face right now because there's a fly in my freaking room. Um, so I now I'm seeing the switch flip in this man's head. And he's talking about getting buried and going to Japan and going to Florida, meeting his nephew. And I'm like, oh, no, I know. I know. I know these like this type of people too well the switch has a has a has flipped now now he's starting to make no sense after a while he's like you know he would just bring up like the most reason oh yeah you know those guys down the block you know how they do you know how they act like they'd be doing this and that he's talking about just nonsense complete nonsense like yeah you know i used to love riding that train we weren't talking about anything that he was talking about so now i'm like great and dre said apparently he smelled but i didn't smell him he kind of like devon dudley so i kind of liked him immediately because of that but then this 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 got me weirded out. So then I'm like, all right, this is this is a dub. We're not gonna keep playing pool with this man. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and I'm gonna tell Stephanie to call Dre on Facetime and tell no. him that he needs us to come upstairs, right? <laughs> so I go in the bathroom, and in the bathroom is this man who I'm assuming <laughs> is his friend because he said he was waiting for somebody. Uh-huh. I'm taking a piss, whatever. And I walk out of the bathroom and next thing I know, I hear all this snorting in the bathroom. And I'm like, this guy's probably snorting cocaine in the bathroom. This uh-huh. is making more sense as time goes on, you know? So now I call Stephanie. I tell her, you got to tell Dre that he needs to come upstairs right away so we can get out of there. She was like, why? I'm like, oh, don't, don't play this right now. Don't do this freaking game. Like, don't hit me. She's like, why? I'm like, just do it. By the time I got to the pool table, Dre was already putting the sticks back. He was out of there. We were gone. And Dre went back downstairs to put the pool stuff together. And the man was gone. We didn't see him again. 
Very odd experience. Dre claims that I brought that energy down to Jersey. He said he's never seen anything like that in his building before. And I can confidently say that that was probably true because I'm the only yeah, one who attracts. Yeah, that only attracts. Speaking of, like right before I got down to Utica, <laughs> right before I left Utica, I'm waiting outside of my building for the bus. It's 6.30 in the morning. Birds are chirping. Beautiful morning. Nobody's outside. I hear from down the way, do you have a cigarette? I say, no. I just look. I'm like, oh, no, I don't have one. Next thing I know, I hear screaming from that way. Something to the effect of like, if you ever do this and that in your mind, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. You understand? I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, look at him. He's like six foot, six foot three, massive man. And I'm just like, he's screaming at me, telling me he's going to kill me. I'm just kind of looking at him and he just walks away. And I just stood there. I just kind of stood there and just evaluated. I said, well, he's not really advancing towards me. So that's start. You know, if he comes near me, then there's going to be, have to be an issue. I'm going to have to pull out the old trusty blade and it's going to have to go down, I guess. Or I'm probably, I can, maybe I can outrun him. I don't know. But those are my two options, I guess. I have to drop my bags and run or maybe you know, have a knife fight. I don't know. But luckily he did not advance. So this he happened just at the train station. No, it's right in because the bus picked you up front of, in front of your building. Oh, okay. All right. It dropped me from, it, it picked me up right in front of my building. It just like picks all around Utica picks you up. Okay. Yeah. So I am pretty sure that I did bring the energy to raise. So we need to go back. Right. Why? Why did you have to? Ha- Why did you uh, appeal to Stephanie to give you <laughs> a phone call? <laughs> it's I don't know. It's just something I thought of in the moment. I don't know why. No, I, it, I don't it's know. Your, it, it's your modus operandi. What do you mean? When when you you had a date in your apartment that right. you wanted to leave, <laughs> you go. Right. In the bathroom and called Dre. No, no, I texted him right in front oh, of Oh, you her. texted him. She didn't see it, but I texted him, yeah. For him I said, to call. I said, I said, I need this woman out of my apartment now. Do something. And he did it. And he called and he said, Justin's having a heart attack. And I, <laughs> and I proceeded to, I proceeded to, uh, okay. So he calls and he tells me just having a heart attack. I have it on speaker so she can hear it. And now... We put on what Pastor called a Broadway production. A Broadway I'm production. Walking around the built the, the my room, my apartment. Oh man, like you know, smacking, slamish. I can't believe this. This is why I didn't want to move up here. I wanted to be closer to you guys. I'm asking for all this information, and we're just going on and on <laughs> and on for like. I'm looking up bus tickets, how to get down, and she's like, "Oh, you know, like there's this train that'll take you down for like." You know, X amount. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you know, back to crying about Justin, and then uh, he hangs up, and I'm waiting for her to kind of be like, "Oh, I, I don't think this is a good time. Like, let me, let me go." No, she just sat, laid there, and I was like, you know, I don't think this is a good time right now. Obviously, you heard what was happening. Like, I think it's time for you to go, and I did pay for her Uber. So, you know, there you go. I was a good guy. It was the cut. It was one of the uh, production costs. That's right. <laughs> if you would have stayed five minutes longer, there'd been a costume change. <laughs> I don't know why I 
did what I don't know why I called Stephanie. I don't know why I didn't just nod to Dre and say, let's go. But I, that's what I felt like doing. Okay. All right. Maybe that's what I should have done. Well, it's not should or shouldn't, but you know, maybe, you know, just learning and do, taking you know, chances like, on it's, asserting it's, yourself. I think it, it's if when you deal with crazy people, uh-huh. I try to like not give any indication that I know they're crazy. If that makes sense. Like I try not to um, like, I don't know how to put this, but I try to make it like where I don't like, I'm like, I'm not trying to like, uh, they, like he might've followed us if we didn't give him any like indication about what was happening. Also, you know, of like, if we were just like, Oh, let's go. He might've just like followed us. I don't know. I just, that's something I decided to do. Okay. All right. And I decided to give you a hard time about it. No, no, it's fine. I, I don't know. I mean, I just try to diffuse the crazy people as much as possible. I feel like it's such a good, it's like a good excuse. If they see that they're like, Oh, like, okay, fine. Maybe it'll register. Like they're going to go and I'm not going to follow them, but if they're crazy, why would they think about that? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense. A lot of things I do don't make sense. So I'm not even going to try and dive into that right now. All right. I get a picture of myself saying, Oh, darn it. We didn't, we didn't check the time when we came down. Yeah, it would have been smarter, but it was the thing so about nice me to is, meet you. You know, the, the, probably the thing about me is I like to do things the hard way, even when I don't know it. Productions. So, it has to, it, it, I'm very theatrical. <laughs> That's the other thing. There needs to be, I should have told Stephanie to come down and faint, and then uh-huh. we would have gotten an ambulance. <laughs> brought her to the hospital and then we, when we got there we were like oh it's just a faint expel and then we would have went back and spent 500 on an ambulance just to get him off our back i don't know you fly her in <laughs> we need to get her airlifted oh sorry we can't play anymore we have to airlift to the hospital <laughs> so you had a good time i had an amazing time just hanging out with Dre all day and Stephanie all day. There was times where Stephanie just didn't even like, she couldn't go to work. So we had a lot of time to hang out. Uh, I watched a lot of movies and shows that I wasn't able to watch here because Dre has a fire stick. So I told you I was watching all those like B, those like B movies with the cheerleaders and like, you know, killer cheer mom and all that stuff. So I was, I was very occupied love on the spectrum. A lot of things was being watched, cooked a lot of great food had Chipotle for the first time, my new favorite, not Chipotle, Chick-fil-A for the first time. And it's my new favorite fast food place. Wonderful vacation. Very good. I'm happy I had a good time. Thank you. It was the best vacation ever. Better than Ithaca? Yes. <laughs> I can confidently say yes. Okay. Ithaca is amazing. I can accept that. But that's family, right? That's like real yeah. back in the day. That's blood. So um, where was I going to go from here? Oh, listen, if you ever draw a blank, I can dissect each and every one of those cheer movies for you. Killer Cheer Mom, Cheer Squad Secrets. So whenever you're ready for that, and if you want to cut out like 20 minutes of a video, I got you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I know you'll just cut it all out anyway, so I'm not even going to bother. No, and to quote you earlier, um, when I was doing the... Uh, pastor, I'm not going to be at church tomorrow. Uh, to quote you, I said in my mind, O S H I T. I got to do 
the tech for service by myself. And you haven't done that in a year. I haven't. How was that? Uh, I, I mean, it went well. Uh, but uh, when I set it up, I, I decided that the, the laptop just had to go right on top of the lectern. That it couldn't be off to the side like it used to be. And that's a new thing. You never did that before. No. Good. But then when I looked at that, my I looked at myself in the camera. All you could see was like the top of my head. Wow. So I had to find something to stand on, uh, so they could see me. You know, mm-hmm. so it didn't look like just just a talking head on top of a laptop screen. Right. And uh, like the headless guy when you open. In like the old movies, when they open, they take that tray off, and it's just a headless. It's just like yeah, a head, yeah, just a head on a, on a table. Yeah, <laughs> like John the Baptist's head. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know what that is, but yeah, um, it's a Bible story. Okay, I gotta learn. That. I gotta read that one. Herod's, uh, I think it was her niece or daughter, danced, and he was drunk. And he said, I will give you anything that you ask. And so she didn't know uh, what to ask for. So she went to Herod's wife and she said, I want John the Baptist's head on a platter. And they cut his head off? Yeah. So he oh, had him sick. He had him executed. Yeah. I'm definitely going to read that now. Yeah. That's great. Joe um, Olsen never read that one. No. Well, I mean, he probably did at some point. I haven't heard it. I've watched a lot. Okay. So no, uh, service went well. You know, two services in a row. And you you didn't watch the last service, did you? No. Why? What happened? So we were we were transitioning from, you know, uh, from the the service angle with the camera to the uh, communion. Right. And uh, I was moving this and that, and then I uh, I had to go back up and. I had to hit something on the computer. And then I, I had something in my hand and I had to put that down. And, you know, and so when I finally got down to start the communion liturgy, I said, yeah, see, we can do this. We don't need gritty. And everybody laughed hysterically. Oh, that's great. Because of course we need you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I missed the church. Yeah, we missed a wonderful you environment. Yes. And I'll be back. This week. Right. Was so, it easier uh, or harder to do it this time? Like, was it, did you learn, did you learn any new techniques this time? Was it easier or harder than when I wasn't there? Uh, it was easier um, because I had it right in front of me. Right. That's and, um, you know, I, I really did the right preparation. Like, don't stress it out if it doesn't That's go right. right. That's right. You're learning. So, um, and, you know, and in the beginning, it, uh, OBS did throw me a curve. Of course um, it did. And we, ha- we have to learn that. Um, yeah. You have to show me that Saturday or something. Well, I'm not going to be there, so I'll talk you through it. Yeah, you have to show me it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, the way you get on is a little different. It, would, it changed with the update. Right. Yeah. Let me share something I think you might enjoy. So back to the trip, right? I forgot about this. Looking at my knife over here. I forgot that I was almost I had almost my, my ears almost sliced off on the trip. And there was another knife incident that I'll get to after that. So me and Dre, I was I was me and Dre were playing around. We were horse playing and I pull out my knife and I hold it to him. Right. 
So right before I say that, maybe like the day before that happens, he was giving me a tour of the house and he's like, oh, this is this, this is that. This is our knife that we have. He's showing me this kitchen knife that's in a sharpener. So every time you take it out and put it back in, it sharpens it. He's like, we don't even use this knife anymore. This is like the sharpest knife ever. We cut ourselves every time we use it. So we don't even look at it. So he puts that back in the cupboard. Fast forward back to what I was saying. I pulled the knife on him and he goes, oh yeah, you want to play with knives? Let's play with knives. So he grabs a regular knife and then he grabs the sharpest knife known to man. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're not going to come that close with that, are you? So he's coming at me like this, double freaking blades like that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh man, like he's getting a little close. So I run behind, <laughs> behind <laughs> Stephanie thinking he's not even going to come anywhere near his girlfriend with these knives. I wouldn't, you know? Nope. He comes right against Stephanie and like a horror movie. I'm looking up like this and he starts stabbing down like this <laughs> right behind Stephanie's head, oh right behind her head. I'm wearing a hood, right? And I can feel the knives doing this against the hood. Oh and I'm like Lord. with the blades. And I'm like, uh-huh. I, I pick my head up. I'm like, Dre, if I wasn't wearing that hood, you would have sliced my freaking ears off. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> so then we ended up putting the knives away, right? Uh-huh. I mean, this guy's just like Michael Myers behind Stephanie. I'm shocked. Dre's a psychopath. <laughs> so then I'm laying on my air mattress. This is like, we talked about this on the vacation episode that I just put up. But, um, oh no, I didn't, yeah, I just put that one up now. It's going to be on YouTube in a couple days. He comes over to me and he's saying some things that I cannot say on your show. I'm trying not to curse on your show. I think I already did like twice. But he's saying some things that I could definitely not say on your show. So he's coming closer and I go like that. And I just say, back up, back up. Thinking he's not going to come any closer because he has like his shirt off. And I'm like, he's not going to want to like even come close to this knife. He, you know, he, I might like hit him by accident. Nope. Comes right up. And we start now wrestling on the air <laughs> mattress for the knife. Yeah, I, I have it in my hand. He's like moving my wrist around like this. Next thing I know, he grabs my wrist, swings it this way, and obviously, you know what happens next. Swap! Air mattress is popped. Swing! And it's just deflating now. Just, ew. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? That was the last. Now, you can see it on the show coming up on YouTube. The air mattress was just in a corner, folded up. Luckily, it was, I only had two days left on the trip because then I could I slept on the couch, which the couch was very comfortable. But the man sliced my bed and popped it. I was hoping that was going to happen. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> so do not play with knives with Dre because he doesn't know how to play. He doesn't know how to play <laughs> safely. Freaking guy. So there you go. Well, Those two great. stories. That's great. Yeah. Because when you first great. started you know telling the air mattress story i could picture drake coming with the two knives he had no no he didn't just poking holes in the mattress around you (laughs) if i would have gave him like a a warning i was pulling the knife out while he was over there he would have grabbed the knives again probably but he was already close to me so he was trying to get my knife and i was like you know kicking him in the stomach like and he just and then we just wrestled and just pop done now they got to get a new air mattress and we're now we're looking at each other like Stephanie is going to kill us. Like, we just <laughs> popped her freaking air mattress. 
And she didn't even care. She actually laid on it until it deflated all the way. She just was laying there and we just laughed. It was a great time. So I almost came back with no ears, though. Yeah. Psycho Dre. Well, that was a good thing that you still have your ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would hopefully Dre cut off my mouth, but because um, <laughs> I would still use that. So we talked about this uh, at the beginning of the show, but I cut myself shaving. Yeah, that's that's nah, that's bad. And I and I keep catching it out of the corner of my eye on the screen. It's distracting you. Yeah. I forgot I all about it. I don't know why that spot. I don't know why that spot keeps getting cut. That's a, that's not the first time. No, I've got like a you know I've got like a five blade razor. It's I mean. a uh, sort soft spot. I don't know something like that. I always cut myself here. I cut myself here today before the show, and then I cut myself here like like every week or something like that. Like once a week, I cut myself there. So it happens. So I had to put That'd a bandaid on it, and so I drove to work with a bandaid on my face. And so, you know, I work at the hospital, so I have to wear a mask. So I put the mask on. And by the time I got from the parking garage to where we get, you know, they, the machine takes our temperature, I guess the, the moisture from my breath uh, made the, made the band aid fall off my face. So I had the band aid inside the mask. <laughs> Jumping around in there. As I was entering the hospital. And I'm like, I mean, who even anticipates this stuff? It happens. Yeah. It happens. I don't know if I don't know if the band-aid was sticking out of the bottom of the mask. I don't care. It, you know, it doesn't matter, but the only reason you had the band-aid was so you could stop bleeding, though. You didn't yeah. go out. It wasn't for yeah. shame. No, no. I, okay. I, I had to stop it from bleeding. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, ish happens. Yeah, and, and I got up late today. Maybe it was because I was in a rush. That that's that'll do it. That's when I definitely cut myself is when I'm in a rush. Yeah, you got to be got to take your time with those. You don't want to you you didn't want to just go the day with whatever was there. It was too much. Sometimes I, 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 don't, like, I don't I don't it. I don't feel comfortable doing that. You think you look unprofessional? Yeah, like you went on a bender or something the night before. Right, or like yeah. the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Me, it doesn't matter. I uh, when I used when we used to sleep overnight at the hospital, um, sometimes I would get up because I wouldn't get a lot of sleep because you know part of your brain is saying I I have to get up if they call me, and uh, you know the other part of it was it, it wasn't a very comfortable or warm or quiet room, and so if you did feel like you got a good night's sleep in that room it was rare so the one time i slept overnight uh i i woke up and uh i woke up on time but i was just not there you know you know when you get up and you just feel disoriented that's right so, so i got dressed for the next day and i i walked out and went to my office and I'm sitting there and I, I feel my face and I'm like, oh, I didn't shave. So my boss came in and I'm like, I, I'm like, I forgot to shave because I don't care. And yeah, like, <laughs> not that big of a deal. I felt self-conscious the whole night. Or the nobody whole, the whole cared. Day. Nobody noticed. Yeah. Nobody cared. Probably nobody noticed. No, it was fine. Yeah. 
And you know what I didn't even think about? I could have gone without a shave. I, I got to wear a mask anyway. I didn't even think of that. Like, hello. Yeah. It's so ingrained in you to shave. Yeah. That yeah. you didn't do it. Now, you know, if you wake up late, don't shave. Right. It wasn't Still necessary. Mask on. Yeah. You just take it off in your office. Nobody knows. And if you did take it off, nobody would even care. Right. Nobody it's not like that bad. It wouldn't no. be, you're not like, it's not like a crazy amount of hair on your face. No, one day's growth isn't as no, bad. it's barely noticeable. Yeah. But I kind of have a heavy beard, so I, I tend to. You notice. should grow it out. No, I don't want to do that. You look great. I had a beard before in college. I don't want to have it again. People didn't like it. Well, a lot of well, certain people didn't like it, and I didn't like taking care of it. Taking care of it. Yeah, I mean, if it would get bushy under here. Yeah. And uh, you just cut it. People called me Grizzly Adams, and why don't you just? Eh. I mean, uh, is that more strenuous than shaving? Would you shave every day, or every other day? Yeah, I mean, at that time, like the 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 idea of clippers wasn't even on my radar. Okay, uh, but I don't, I don't want a beard. When you turn into lumberjack rich, you'll do it. Yeah, you start your lumberjack phase. <laughs> I've had beards, I've had uh, goatees, and I've had uh, mustache. I don't think you'd look good with a goatee. I don't think so. It's either beard or nothing. It needs to be all of it or none. I don't I gotta think you. I gotta send you a picture of me. I want. Yeah, you should put them up on the screen. I, I have to. I have to like go into a box. Give the, give the people a treat. That, that was from. Uh, that was from 1988 and 1989. Wow. Give the people something to look at. I'll find a picture. That would be nice. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you have any dream guests for your show? Any dream guests? Yeah, like if you could be like, I would, I would totally want this person. If you could snap your finger and get them, who would they be? Like anybody? Anybody, yeah. Not dead, though. Let's say not dead. Anybody. Anybody alive right now, who would you want? I would like Matt Taibbi. Who is that? He's a journalist. Wow. You're big into journalism and journalists. Yeah, I really, I, I mean, I, I just, I picked him because he's the first person that I really uh, got interested in the, in the, in his journalism. Is this the guy that does it on like the radio app? Uh, he, app he does, he, showed me? he does, he does do uh, a piece on there. Okay. But that, that, I think that who you're thinking of is Glenn Greenwald. Okay, I wouldn't know Glenn from Bob. Because he's the so one. This is introduced... number one. This is the one guy you would be like. This is the one I would want. Yeah. Anybody dead? I'm trying to think. When you keep saying the one guy, uh, I, I probably could. I probably could answer these questions like that when I was a lot younger. Because there's people I like. Well, I really elevated in my mind. Right. And I, I don't really do that anymore. Um, well, I mean, like, it's also like, would they be good for the show, too? Yeah. No, I, I, I like to I like to listen to to Matt Taibbi talk. Right. So you would want to conversate with him on your show. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And uh, somebody dead. Let me think. You uh, don't want the uh, lead singer of your favorite band on your show. You talk about them like every other day. What band? Your favorite band that you saw them when you were a security guard and then. What's her name? Sharon oh, Stone. Oh, Blondie. 
Yeah, you don't want her? Debbie Harry? I'd be intimidated by Debbie Harry. Oh, no, no. You'd <laughs> be fine. Uh, maybe maybe I'd get my friend Jeff because he, he idolizes her still to this day. Yeah, he could fan out in front of yeah. and oh, oh, ask yeah. questions. Well, you know, and Chrissy Hind from uh, The Pretenders. Now we're talking. But I've, I've seen her interviewed. She wouldn't be, a, uh, she'd be a, probably a little tougher interview. Yeah, okay. She's but not she open? does kind of have an under-the-radar sense of humor, though. Okay, that's good. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, Debbie Harry and Chrissy Hind. Yeah, I, I could... I would definitely be starstruck. Too too starstruck to to conduct yourself in a way that'd be good for the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'd really be starstruck with them. So you got Matt Tavern. That's good. You'll be fine. Tybee. Tybee. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, I think it'd be great uh, you know, to uh be able to talk to, to Matt Taibi and um, You know, when Max... I said dead, you did not name Jesus. Why did you not do that? Because I'm going to see him when uh, I die. Well, you can always get a head start. You can always get a little extra FaceTime with the boss, no? No, no cheating. <laughs> That's not cheating. That would also be an amazing show. Then, what would, faith, what, then what would faith be for? Oh, no, okay, now you're getting too crazy. I'm just talking about getting yeah. on, a, on a show. Hey, guess what, everybody? I, 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 uh, I was on this deserted island. And there's this genie named Justin. Let's not talk about that. And he granted me he granted me this wish, and I got to see Jesus. You get to interview he Jesus. He really you exists. You wouldn't want to interview Jesus? Like talk about intimidation. Are you a pastor or well, not? Hey, oh well, hey, Jesus. You don't have to act like you don't have to act like uh, what's his name from inside the actor studio. What's his name? You don't have to act like him. You don't got to yeah. act like a sophisticated interviewer. Jesus doesn't care about any of that. Jesus wants to be with you for I you. I, I don't know. I, I can't wrap my mind. You're dropping the ball. I would love to have Jesus on my show. Are you insane? That would be lit. Three-hour show. Ask him all kind of questions. But j- just talk. Just talking about it, that, I, that my chest is, is like a little tight. I, I have that reverential fear. Where it comes to, like, actually looking into the face of Jesus Christ, I mean, why would you be afraid? You drink his blood and you eat his body every month, and you'd be afraid to talk to him. Did you ever contemplate? No, I don't contemplate. What it would be like to stand before the creator? Dude, it would be so freaking cool. It would be like, whoa. And then it's gonna be on a show. You would you would just get like ultimate goosebumps. It'd be insane to talk to Jesus. And you're over here again. You're gonna be sitting in the back. I'm gonna be right up front asking all the good questions. No, see, I, I, first of all, I want to know like, different. I want to know like, how am I doing? A. <laughs> Let me get a report, a progress report. Did you see that one time where I did that? Were you, you know, can we get that scrubbed off? Anything I could do to get that <laughs> expunged? That's number one. Uh huh. And then, you know, you ask the questions where were you born? All this stuff that all you ask all the questions 
that people are constantly divided over. Where were you born? Blah, blah, blah. Did you see this, that, and the other thing? You know, I mean, it would be such a sick show, such a sick conversation, and you are intimidated by this? It was it just, you're, you're before, hey, you're before hey, listen, the savior of the world. Listen, you tune in to Green Knows Best if this goes down, because I'm, we're asking, I'm going to get Justin on there. It's going to be great. Justin would not be intimidated at all. He doesn't even believe in any of that. So he would, he'd probably be the best person to interview. He'd be so unstarstruck. Or to quote you again, or he'd be like, oh, S-H-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, first thing is you're going to see like what he looks like. So now that debate is already off the table. Uh-huh. Like, was he black? Was he white? Was he this? Was he that? So that's number one. You're going to find that out. You don't want to be the first guy to find that out. No, I've, I'm, I'm Joe Olstein told this, told this joke. He said two guys died and <laughs> they were arguing about if Jesus, one of them was arguing if Jesus was black. He said, oh, Jesus is black. Jesus is black. And then the guy was like, Jesus is white. Jesus is white. So they're like, all right, well, we're about to find out anyway. They're standing at the gate. Jesus comes out and says, hola, buenos dias. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a good joke. That's I, a really I, good I, joke. I heard a pretty good joke today, too. But tell it. One of the doctors uh, told uh, Derek. Um, so there's these two boats on the Hudson River, a blue boat and a red boat. Right. And the two boats crash and they sink. And everybody said about the people on the ship, boy, those poor people were marooned. So I thought of the, I had this other joke <laughs> that Stephanie told me this joke at, on the uh, vacation if you want to hear her joke, go listen to my show. At the end of the vacation episode, she tells it. But I'm going to tell my joke that I felt like was superior to her joke. Okay. So Dracula walks into... This is about to get very un-PG, by the way. Dracula walks into a bar and he says, let me get a, a hot cup of water. And the bartender says, okay, he gives him a hot cup of water. And he goes, oh, he gives him a hot cup of water. And Dracula pulls out a out of his out of his coat. And he starts dipping it in the water. And the bartender goes, excuse me, like, I don't mean to pry or anything, but don't vampires only drink blood? And Dracula goes, I'm making tea. Get it? We're cutting that joke. We can't cut that joke. <laughs> All right, I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. It's very it's an short. Old joke. That's an old joke. It's very, very <laughs> short. So a guy walks up to uh, his, his wife of many years with an aspirin and a cup of water. And she says, why are you giving me this? I don't have a headache. He said, good. Then <laughs> That's Gilbert Godfrey. I think both of them are from Gilbert Godfrey. Rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey. You should play the jokes and then beep out the punchlines. <laughs> That's what I would do. As soon as you get to the punchline, so now that's what he's gonna do and i told very inappropriate jokes you told very inappropriate i started the show by spelling out and we end here we get here where i don't even care anymore i don't even care anymore you're gonna have to bleep it out so let's get to other stuff 
Well, <laughs> you wanted me back. That, well, I did want you back. I'm refreshed. You don't want me back refreshed, too refreshed. <laughs> what did you even get my joke? Uh, kind of. What is it? What is it? What is it again? There's a, a blue boat and a red boat, and they both crash and they sink. And everybody says about the crash, those poor people were marooned. What does it mean? Blue and red make the color maroon. That's what I thought it meant. I thought yeah. it was going to be, I thought it was a dumb answer if I said that. Okay. It does make maroon. Wonderful joke. Uh, that my is jokes a superior were, joke of the evening. My jokes were far superior, and you probably, the audience may never even hear it because you might just bleep them right out. Beep. All right. Why don't we get to what you wanted to talk about? That's not that I want to talk about. I just gave it to you. I'm going to talk about it on my show anyway. You don't have to talk about it. Well, no, I, I, I want to talk about it. Okay. 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 And I, I want to get your take on it. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, we're going to play a, a uh, YouTube short. Correct. And uh, this was, uh, I guess it was in the news. Yeah. USA Today, Daily Mail, All right. probably New York Times. Do you like the New York Times? I feel like they suck. No, the New York Post. I don't like the New York Post. You don't like the New York Post? I don't like the New York Post, no. I always got a kick out of the New York Post. The headlines. For years, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, the covers. I don't know. And then I, I used to like to read page six, the gossip column. Oh. It's, you know, some of that stuff is off the wall. Right. And I used, to, I used to buy a copy every now and then. I heard you can't even find newspapers anymore. Um, They're like two bucks if you find them. Yeah. So can you know, when, when I moved to Tacoma... I had a uh, handspring, which was uh, um, the competitor for Palm Pilot. Oh, I remember. I remember that. Wow, I'm old. I was able. I was able to download the New York Post into my handspring, and you know, you had the little pointer, and you just go through it. And I, I used to. That. Yep. I used to read uh, the the New York Post because uh, I, you know, just. This was from New York, right? And uh, yeah, I I uh, I always had an appreciation for it. I mean, it's it's not the best paper, but you can you can get a good laugh once in a while, right? Yeah. Right, so let's uh, share this video. Bless you. It's my body. It's my. Not- much to say about well if, if, if people if people that couldn't quite see the video either 
That was somebody protesting during one of Joel Olstein's services. Right. She was stripping. Yes. To her to underwear. Not all the way. I don't have much to say about that clip except you know that I'm a big fan of Joel Olstein's sermons. I don't know his I don't know his takes on anything. I don't know anything about that. But I'm a big fan of his sermons. And I think they're like a 9.5. And the only thing that could bump it up to a 10 and make his sermons <laughs> Even more perfect is to have women stripping during the services. I mean, now this should be a thing. Instead of, I'd like to start with something funny, it should be here at Lakewood. A we'd like to give you right? We'd like to give you a show before we give you some uh, before we give you the word. Ladies, why don't you come up here and show us what the Lord gave you? And then boom. You need help. I'm just saying, Joel, if you want to make it a perfect 10, you got it right there. <laughs> oh, gritty. Lakewood, I'm, I'm sending him an email tomorrow. I'm going to say, what a great show that was. Uh, we were we doing it again. I mean, how could we get this going? I mean, they have a whole production before the sermons anyway. They could definitely make it happen. They have a band. You know, they got all this stuff going on, very theatrical. Mm-hmm. Why not? 10. 10 out of 10. You're done? I'm done. I, 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 did, I didn't care for that at all. I can imagine. Where she said that uh, uh, pro-life people don't hesitate to come to the clinics. Uh, pro-life people are on public property, the sidewalks. And there are laws about how many feet that the protesters can get to an abortion clinic. Walking into a church service is different than protesting on the public sidewalk. And I think it's very disrespectful. And didn't they pay a lot of money to do that? Lakewood's expensive. What do you mean? Like Lakewood is expensive to go to. It's not free. Like, didn't they pay a lot of money to be in there? No, I don't think you, I, you have to pay to go to service. Yeah. Lakewood's not free. I got to look that up. Look I, it up I, right now. I'm, I'm 99% sure you got to pay to go to Lakewood. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you got to pay. I'm, am I bugging? I'm pr- I could have sworn. If, if people got to pay an admission fee to go into Lakewood, <laughs> then I will look at Joel Osteen a lot different. Oh, man. Let's see. We're about to find out right now. Woo. Well, if you don't got to pay now, if they start getting strippers, then you might really, then you got to pay. You're going to charge a lightning. They're going to stri- charge a little extra for that. <laughs> view online parking i'm concerned about your salvation gritty and this is why i want to talk to jesus i want to get some things ironed out before i you know step up to the plate you're over there like oh i don't want to talk to him like why would you be afraid to talk to jesus you talk about him all the time might as well talk to the guy i, I just i just know that i would Feel a reverential fear. 
you know. He's not I supposed to be afraid. I... He's not the boogeyman. Well, it's not. It's not. It's a different kind of fear. I'd be like, yo, this is crazy. How about I just Google, do you got to pay to go to Lakewood? Visit. Do you have to pay to visit Lakewood Church? There is a fee to attend service. Oh, there's no fee or tickets required. All right, so it was when they were traveling. Okay. There you go. There's the answer. Google. Because I'm positively on the fence with Joe Alstein. Right. I want to I wanna like him. Right. Um, I know a lot of people don't. Uh, I mean, I think. Shout he, out to Joel. I know, I know a lot of people that he's had a positive effect on. That's right. I listen to many sermons and they've helped me out. It's great. It's great but stuff. I, but I hate the fact that you like his sermons better than mine. He starts with something funny. You should use the vampire joke next week. <laughs> or the Aspen one. That's quicker. And then <laughs> you won't be past the Moran anymore. So be un- uh, unemployed Moran. So uh, back back to the protesting in the church. Um, I, 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 that really bothers me. Right. It's supposed to be a, a reverential time, no matter what you think of religion, no matter what your faith is. No matter if you uh, have um, opposing political views, um, I think it's a space that that should be uh, considered uh, sacred. Sacred, yeah. Because I don't, I don't think that uh, pro-life protesters are going into clinics. Maybe I'm wrong, but. And I know that I know that women have gone to those clinics, have been have, have felt uh, extremely harassed, and it's been difficult to do difficult, you know, to make a difficult decision. I mean, I, I talked to somebody who's he and his girlfriend had went back in the eighties, and people were shouting at her and calling her a slut and a whore, and I mean, it's that's not appropriate either. Very inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Um. But it, you know, it's one of those issues that uh, probably this nation is never going to find agreement on. And you know, this uh, Supreme Court decision is coming down, and the only thing I can really say about it, and I know that some people may not uh, appreciate it, is that the pro-life people have been working really, really hard to get to this point and uh, let's call it, let's just, you know, conflate them with the Republicans and that uh, the Democrats and the, those that were pro-choice uh, have been, have not done their due diligence on making sure that this wouldn't happen. Obama could have made legal abortion law the first two years of his presidency when he had the White House, the House and the Senate. And he promised to do it and he didn't. 
and some oh. people accused the Democratic Party of not doing it so they could keep it as a campaign issue so people would vote for him. That's the presidential way. So promise and don't do nothing. So at this point in my life, I think I would have felt differently 20 years ago. I've been upset. Um, at this point, um, it's not my fight. Do you know that I drank 50, almost 50 bottles of Snapple on my vacation in 12, like 13 days? You 50 bottles of Snapple? About 50. Isn't that insane? How do you yeah, feel about that? That is insane. Right. You think I should, what do you think I should do about that? Uh, forget about it and go forward. And just, but continue? Well, keep drinking Snapple? Yes. I think, I think you is... should ramp it down a bit. 45. 45 in, in what period, time period? A week? No, it would be two weeks in. In a week, that would be, what's 45, what's 45 divided by two? 20, it's like 22 and a half? About, 20, about 22, 23. Look at, my Look at my math, pretty good. Yeah. So I just wanted to give you that fact. You wanted me to stop talking about that issue too, right? I thought you were done. You had more? No, no, no. It's oh. just, I, I thought you was, need to do, you need to talk to, you need to bring Justin on to talk about that because he's all about politics. And, you know, Justin, you could bring him on here and talk about policy, politics, religion, all that stuff. <laughs> you should. It would be, you basically be a solo. He's yeah, just well, sitting why with Why would I do blade. that? I know that he's not into that at all. <laughs> just to torture him. So are we done tonight? You, you're the host. Yeah, let's, we'll, what do you we'll want to talk done. about? You want to do that, more that jokes? Was it. I thought we were going to do more about with Joel Steen, but that didn't have. Uh, that I didn't said have my a... piece. Okay. Well, yeah, you did say your piece. I said, but you want to keep going? Go ahead. All right. Let, let, let's call it a night. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely. We can talk sure. about anything else. No. No, we'll, we'll, we'll call it a night. I'm glad that you're back on the show and I'm glad you're back in town. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Although I loved hanging out with Dre and Stephanie, um, I am the kind of person that I need more QT than everybody else. So after a while, I'm like, I need my own personal space. But it is it, it was interesting that with Dre and Stephanie, I need like I lasted with them longer than I would with probably almost like anybody else. Uh -huh. Like there's a few people that I can stay in a, in a place that long. I did go out by myself and do things on my own. Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to name everybody, but Justin's on that list. Dre and Stephanie are like somebody like people that I could stay with for a long time. Other people, I would have never lasted no two weeks. That would have been a, a day, three uh -huh. days. Well, if I go on vacation anywhere else, like three days, I'm ready to go home. So after, could you stay with me for two weeks? Oh yeah. You're, you're easy. Yeah. Okay. Pause. <laughs> it's a short <laughs> list, but you're on it. All right. Well, that's good to hear. All right, so we end the episode the same way every time, with a prayer. That's right. That's right. No, yep. any any women want to get up and strip? You are welcome. God forgive them. But are you gonna are you gonna look at your phone during the prayer? No, no, no. no. Go ahead. Okay. Well, okay. give me two seconds. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Let us pray. 
Uh, Father God, we thank you for this evening. I thank you that you brought uh, Gritty back safely. And God, I thank you that he had a good time. That God, I lift up Dre and Stephanie and that Lord, I just lift up everybody in, in, in that crew. And that Lord, I ask you to protect them and bless them uh, and uh, keep everybody happy. So God, uh, we send out our prayers to this nation and that Lord, that you truly know what you want for us, you want for our leaders. And that, Lord, we ask that you continue to be with us and you continue to guide us. And that, Lord, I just lift a prayer that we all get start to get along a little better. So, God, we yield to you and we know you're in control. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, good night. GN. <laughs>